0: lifers another day upright and above ground now what are we going to do with it this is the laws on Life podcast i'm your host eddie laws and i'll be your tour guide on this little adventure this is your first time joining welcome if not welcome back Can a tiger change its stripes, or a leopard its spots? This has been an age-old proposition contemplated by generation after generation, one that still continues even to this day. More simply put, can something change its nature? It reminds me of that ancient fable about the scorpion and the frog. If you haven't heard it before, it goes something like this. A scorpion, which cannot swim, asks a frog to carry it across a river on the frog's back. The frog hesitates, afraid of being stung by the scorpion, but the scorpion argues that if it did that, they would both drown. The frog considers this argument sensible and agrees to transport the scorpion. Midway across the river, the scorpion stings the frog anyway, dooming them both. The dying frog asks the scorpion why it stung despite knowing the consequence. To which the scorpion replies, I couldn't help it. It's in my nature. That scenario seems so far-fetched and ridiculous on the surface, doesn't it? Why in the world would anything self-sabotage like that? But if you think about it for a moment or two you'll come to realize that we do this to ourselves all the time. At least to some degree, anyway. We set our own expectations, sometimes unrealistic ones, and then we begin to make some changes. Well-intended, of course. However, within a short period of time, we find ourselves reverting back to our old ways. Bad habits, like Bruce Willis, die hard. This brings us to another classic dilemma. Nature versus Nurture Are we the way we are by nature, aka just born that way, or do we become who we are based on our experiences? I personally think that it's a combination of both. You're dealt the cards you have, like your genetics and geography, but you can always work to improve your hand as you go. To get my own answer to this rhetorical question, yes, I believe we can change to some degree, although not completely. Even with repairs, some scars will always remain. Nor instantly. It has taken a lifetime to develop who we are, so lasting changes will not happen overnight. That reprogramming of habits is going to require a bit of time and effort as well as a significant amount of value. So if you're trying to change something that you don't really care all that much about, you will most likely stop short when the going gets tough or less convenient. This especially includes valuing yourself enough. That means that we need to ensure up front what we are setting out to do is something that we truly want and doesn't just sound good in the moment. Unfortunately, at times, we can't really tell beforehand. But don't fret, that's why we have that built-in function of realignment. If the situation changes, we can in turn reassess and change our efforts or even our expectations. Whichever makes the most sense. But either way, we should still focus on the variables that we do have control over not the unchangeable ones of inherited circumstances, or dirty deeds already done, dirt cheap or otherwise. With this kind of mindset, we can witfully realize the solution to the introductory riddle. Can a leopard change its spots? Of course it can. It can change from this spot, over to that spot, or any other spot it so chooses, at any time it wants. Nature determines the color of your coat, but nurture will determine what you do with it. In today's episode, we're gonna hoist the old life cube up on the left and take a closer look at our first complete function. So grab your wrenches and clamps. We're about to get our realignment on it doesn't kill you, makes you That song sure does bring back some old memories from my military days. It was a fairly common saying back then. What doesn't kill you will make you stronger. It helped us all gain a little perspective on what we were going through at the time and why we should just keep on going. Kind of like the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war or a lot of those little logical quips designed to give us a quick reminder and a boost of rationalization that we so desperately needed to get over the hump. Another one of my all-time favorites is improvise, adapt, and overcome. Those are not just some motivational words fit for a modern-day meme or bumper sticker. They're also words to ultimately live by. This three-pronged approach was repeatedly drilled into our heads as we made our way through Marine Corps training. raw! I still find myself benefiting from their echoes to this day. Obviously, it's a reminder to make do with what you have, but I personally find it to be way more than that. It also reminds me that shit is going to happen in life, and there is no surefire way to avoid it. So. You better figure out how to deal with it when those moments do arise. In addition, when they do, you'll only be able to utilize what you have readily available. So you better be prepared. Otherwise, success may not be in your future. This reminds me of yet another saying shared by my brothers and sisters at arms. Failure is not an option. So go ahead. Embrace the suck. To make the changes that are required to do what you set out to do in the first place. Wait a minute, this sounds a lot like what we've been discussing over the past few weeks. Yep, because it is. Life is life, regardless of where you are and at what point in history you happen to make your grand appearance. The pattern still remains the same. It doesn't matter if you're in the throes of taking Iwo Jima or in your own personal battles that you deal with each day. If you want to be successful, then you're going to have to adjust along the way. Thank God we have this awesome built-in function designed specifically for that purpose. We just need to make sure that we're utilizing it properly. In biology, they refer to this function as homeostasis you may recognize its handiwork in the form of Sweat and Shivers. (laughs) That sounds like an album title. Be sure to pick up your copy of the timeless masterpiece Sweat and Shivers by the legendary indie band Homeostasis. I may need to work on some lyrics for that one. Yep, I'm a songwriter too, and one of these days I'm going to break down and release a few of my hits. But for now, I should probably get back on track. A little pun intended. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. Sweat and shivers. Both of these activities are natural efforts of your body to try and realign your internal temperature. If you look at it through the life cube, you'll see that there has to be an expectation first. Otherwise, what would it try to adjust to? In human beings, that tends to be about 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit your body's temperature changes outside of a standard acceptable range and it detects this through constant orientation, it will determine via anticipation that it needs to adjust with a little modification. If too high, it will improvise using what you have available, like water, to try and cool it down through a technique called evaporation. If too low, it will start shaking vigorously to try and heat things up a bit. I am still absolutely astonished at how it all works. Life is truly amazing. But it is even more than just a biological wonder. This process control works the same across all facets and fractals of life as well. Let's take a moment and look at it through the different lenses and you'll see the same pattern holds true. We set our expectations of how we think our relationship should be, how our financial situation should look, what we want to know, what we want to do professionally or otherwise, etc. We identify the intentions and the boundaries and then give it the due attention that it needs. As time passes, we continually orientate ourselves with the current situation. Looking at the present state, we can determine its proximity to our overall objective. In order to do so, we must take where we are, interpret what we think it actually means, and then remove any deception that could throw us off course. A good, honest assessment will give us a reliable starting point. Next. We began determining the appropriate direction to head by running different virtual scenarios. These simulations will help give us an idea of the potential outcomes without having to waste all those valuable resources actually doing them. We can reasonably presume an outcome by considering not only the possibility, but also its likelihood based on historical patterns. But to be remotely effective, We also need to do our best to remove any critical unknowns. Missing variables can throw off even the best laid plans of mice and men. Ultimately, we take all this information, look at the facts as they are, and then make the changes that we deem necessary to result in what we want. We do this over and over until we're either successful or we determine through our anticipation models that it is no longer worth it or likely, then a decision has to be made. Cut your loss and move on, or remain frustrated and ride that pony to inevitable failure. Once again, that is why it is so important to ensure up front that what you are about to pursue is something that you truly want and value. If you haven't come across anything that floats your boat or sparks some passion, no worries. Just keep on trying new things. Eventually, you will determine what you like, or at least what you don't. The more you experience, the clearer your positive and negative preference patterns will become. The key is finding things that matter enough to you, including yourself. Make sure you incorporate at least the four primary facets in your consideration as they are important to all of us and are all part of us. Then sprinkle in some of your own unique fractals in there as well. You know, whatever makes you uniquely you. I'm going to go ahead and straighten things out with this bit of insight. We all have the innate desire to be right. That doesn't always mean we can't be off along the way. To be truly right in the end simply means we have aligned reason with reality. It doesn't matter which you adjust as long as they ultimately become the same. Anything else will result in mere delusion. Join me next week as we introduce the first element of the growth function. Structure. Until then, get out there and discover what you want to change. And just remember, not every pursuit has to be impressive to be impactful. Thank you for listening to the Laws on Life podcast. If you found this information entertaining and empowering, mission accomplished. But now, maybe you can do a little something for me in return. We'd like to hear from you, so please leave a comment. Then, like and share our content with anyone and everyone you think may benefit. They can find us on their favorite podcast distributor, be it Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple, amongst others. Oh, and make sure you come back each week. A new episode will debut every Monday. But that's not all. I will also be releasing other special segments in different formats randomly throughout the week. This is Eddie Laws, reminding you to laugh learn and live a little. Thank you.